0: Everybody loves game shows. Everybody has a podcast. I've got both. Hey everybody, I'm Kyle Grant, and my new show, 10 Questions, is a game show talk show. Athletes, movie stars, everybody will come on, not just to talk, they come on this show to
1: compete. 10 Questions that, whether they know it or not, are somehow inspired by a moment in their life or their career. 10 Questions, 10 points, so much fun. Head over to Spotify and please subscribe Ten questions with Kyle Brant.
0: What's going on, jabronies? It's Pitch Mr. Perfect, Skyler Aston. Hey, this is Bruce Prichard. Cross Battle Season One Champion, Michael Horn. The King of Sad Stop. The Silver Lake heartthrob Throb. It's Trey Kirby. It's Nick Mundy. This is your real
1: WWE Superstar, the Legit Boss, Sasha Banks. Hey, this is WWE Superstar Braun Strowman.
0: My name's Kevin Owens. I'm Shinsegae Nakamura. Zach Linder. Yeah. Damn Black, a.k.a. the Goof Harajah. I'm AJ Styles,
1: the phenomenal one, if you will, and you're listening, you're yeah, listening you're, to, 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 you to listening this. Listening you're
0: listening to You listening, listening Masked Man Show. The Masked Man Show. Man the, Masked Show. Man the Masked Man Show. Masked Man Show. The Masked Man, Man Show. Man. Welcome to the Masked Man Show with Kaz. Yo, what's going on, people? <laughs> hey, hey, It's me, it's Kaz, our producer, John. We're all sitting here. Uh, the SummerSlam just ended. It was yeah. the first big pay-per-view inside the Thunderdome. There was a big surprise ending. Guys, guys, you never saw it coming. But Roman I Rain's, saw it coming. Roman, <laughs> Kaz saw it, Kevin. Roman <laughs> Reigns is back. Yes. And uh, yeah, a lot of other stuff happened. Uh, Yeah, you know, it might not have been the best pay-per-view of all time, but it's a lot to talk about. Let's just jump right in. Mm. Uh, Can I bask?
1: Can I bask in my glory?
0: Yeah, bask 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 in my glory.
1: Mm. Listen, before anybody says anything, I swear to you, it was just a lucky guess. I have no inside intel. (laughs) Nobody snitched. You know what I mean? No, no, no friends of mine came and gave me any inside info before anybody goes and wilds out. I just used context clues uh, and, and put together a hell of a theory. Well, I didn't think real, I did say Big Dog was leaving uh, SummerSlam with the universal title somehow. So I was half right. I was half yeah. right. So, but, so
0: somebody only half snitched is what yes, you're saying. So it was only half snitched. No, nobody uh, snitched,
1: nobody snitched.
0: Um, I, (laughs) after I saw, uh, Friday night SmackDown and heard Vince McMahon say with his own mouth, you know, you'll never see it coming. You knew that that was, this was not just an arbitrary catchphrase. This was a real, this is a very serious bit of foreshadowing. And and it it did seem like something big was going to happen. I was Um, five seconds away from hedging
1: my bet. Five five seconds away.
0: (laughs) I was five (laughs) seconds
1: away from going, CM Punk is going to be the leader of Retribution, and they're going to end Royal Rumble, Royal Rumble, and and uh, SummerSlam with CM Punk and a bunch of guys in you know masks at the end of the show. That I was like five seconds away from hedging there, but I was like, not nah, Big Dog season. That seems like that seems pretty safe to me. That was my that was that seemed like a I don't know. It was Vince. Here's it, it, something you got to realize about WWE, right? Like they. Hide everything in plain sight. Everything. Yeah. Every single thing. Like, if you pay close enough attention to literally anything that goes on, on TV, on the internet, on, you know, commentary, especially commentary, always, always, always listen to commentary. They will always tell you exactly what's going to happen if you're listening hard enough. And the more I listened, the more I, I saw... The context clues of Roman's new teeth and massive biceps, <laughs> and uh, you know, just starting to see a bunch of new merch come in. I'm like, yeah, it's coming. Was Yay, Michael Cole it's coming.
0: Was, was was Michael Cole alluding to uh, Roman's teeth and new merch? And I just wasn't paying attention. <laughs> I don't. I think it was Graves. I think it was my boy Corey Graves. That was you know, nah, I'm kidding. By the way, <laughs> I I must have said this before, but uh-huh. the kudos. As always to the WWE merch, whoever, whoever prints these shirts, mm. they have less leaks than the CIA. Like they're, <laughs> like you never see, you never see a test run t-shirt pop up on Reddit. You know, yeah. you know you, no one's ever like, hey guys, we're just, we got a lot of new looks for Roman Reigns all of a sudden. I don't really <laughs> Like maybe you should, you know, tell somebody. Well, um, that's, that's definitely the, the, that's the benefit of not outsourcing any merch
1: ever or outsourcing anything for that matter keeping everything (laughs) super in-house with wwe like that's the benefit there because shit doesn't really leak but yeah yeah. i guess
0: that's true well listen uh let's talk uh, before before we get to roman reigns i mean after we talk about roman reigns we're going to talk about our general thunderdome takeaways how how was the venue and everything else and then after that we're going to uh we're going to give out some rockets uh, Give out some see, rockets. We're gonna see who's got the rocket strapped to them after this weekend. Okay, but mm. first and foremost, um the fiend and, and Braun Strowman had a nice little falls gown anywhere match, wrestled through the whole arena. Um that was a good use of fiendiness. Mm-hmm. Um, and but but the but the more important thing was the fiend won, which was yes. a little bit surprising when the big stuff when, when the big moment, the big beat is coming after the match. A little bit surprising when there's a title change. Mm -hmm. Um, But there was a title change. The Fiend uh, used Braun Strowman's uh, tricks against him. Uh, Yes. The the, the match ended with, by the way, there's nothing, there's no weapon that's just more inherently scary than a box knife. And part of that is because You've actually seen them used in, like, ECW and hardcore wrestling, and it's just ter- terrifying, but also mm. it's, like, it's real dangerous. Yeah, I was like, I, I didn't see that coming. I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, murder? Is that yeah. what we are doing SummerSlam with? I'm like, you is- can totally... Yeah, and you- I remember I was watching the match, and I was just like, no, Braid did... At that moment, I'm like, Braid does look a little bit heavier. Do they have, like, a blood bag underneath his shirt? Like, you know, like, <laughs> everything's going through my head. But Braun Strowman just cut up the ring mat. Uh, exposed the plywood. Was about to drop Bray onto it, I guess, but Bray got the upper hand and uh, did a couple of Sister Abigails with, uh, the, of of onto Braun onto the plywood. Yes. Won the SmackDown title, yes. and then immediately thereafter, here comes the big dog. Big dog season. I mean, new T-shirt, uh, new look, uh, full beard, and a lot of
1: a piss lot of and tea. vinegar. So
0: much teeth, yo. <laughs> That's yeah, lot of teeth
1: lot of two offers on roman bro boy oh boy chief teeth is <laughs> 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 or mob teeth oh, or teeth you know uh i feel like i feel like the big dog is uh i mean not the big dog i feel like the fiend is impervious to anyone who's um not Jewish. I feel like only Jewish people can beat the hell out of the fiend. <laughs> so, I mean, that's that is an incredible feat. And I didn't know that was one of his powers. But I mean, I'm glad that they've kind of like gotten uh the fiend and Bray kind of like his swagger back. And I guess, you know, he looked he kinda wrestled babyface. Like, you know, he kind of yeah, like he kinda was sort of uh fighting from behind and, and just, you know, took a lot of punishment and even though he won. And um, you know, it was I like that they fought through Gorilla, you know, I feel like that that, that was really cool that they that they mm-hmm. used that. But um, you know, it was it was kind of a theme throughout SummerSlam. It was very underwhelming. Like it was, it was very underwhelming to me. The match, I mean, like, yes,
0: but the return. Let's just say on the return for a minute. I oh mean, this yeah, this is that's that was not, I mean, even though you predicted it, that was a big, that was a big deal. Oh I mean, no, that he, was worth it. It was completely was it, worth it. Like, he came I, back. Roman's kind, he, he was kind of healing off. You mentioned that that Bray was working a little bit as a baby face. Roman Reigns, you know, I think that. Ooh, baby I mean baby faces don't use chairs. Like Roman, no. Roman looked pretty. You look pretty heelish. I mean you know he was yelling, I, mean? I own or I made you to Braun. Uh he was yelling some other stuff to 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 bray. You're I, just I, a freak I, in a mask. You can't carry this. Like you can't, you you're not you're not built to carry this.
1: Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. you know, it's he was saying a lot of I mean, let's are we are we gonna peel back the curtain a bit here? Let's 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 talk let's about it. it. Like Roman Reigns, the guy, the big dog, the main event, like. Big Dwayne's cousin, like him holding the title and yelling at Bray after what? Five months screaming, you're not mm-hmm. built to
0: handle this.
1: Is it some okay? You're a big, scary guy. He's not talking to the
0: Fiend. He's talking to no. Bray Wyatt. Like, he's no. talking to I mean, like he's talking to, he's talking to, what's his name? Wyndham Rotunda or he's whatever, talking, whatever. He's, he's to...
1: talking to Big Wyndham.
0: You know yeah. what I mean? And like, you know, he's saying you're just a
1: freak in a mess. That doesn't sound like some story. I mean, you know, I guess that's not the way they're going with it, but it seemed very like, to me, anyway, it kind of sounded like, yeah, I was gone
0: for five months and this place went to shit. <laughs> and, like, yeah. granted, you know. I-, I mean, it's kind of a weird comeback because, I mean, I don't want to uh, obviously, like, make... I mean, th- 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 what what he went through medically is and personally is nothing small. And that's exactly right. why. I mean, that's that is why he's been gone. Right. right. I mean, he, he could he could not run the risk of exposing himself to covid knowing Absolutely. what little we know. And, and that's that's why he's been absent. But it's not exactly like he lost a loser. Stand- I mean, it, there was no gimmick to him being gone. Right. No. I mean, On some level, he could have been punching people in the face the whole time. He just had to choose his health. Um, mm-hmm. But he came back. Mm-hmm. I, here's here's the thing. I just want to spend a minute on this face heel thing. Mm -hmm. Braun and Bray have been sort of going in different directions through a lot of their feud. Who's the face and who's the heel and does it even matter, right? And Bray has this effect on people. I mean, we saw that was sort of the gimmick for a while, that every time he would beat somebody, they would turn heel. You know I mean? And and then that was, you know, kind of implicitly, I don't even know if they mentioned that out loud, but that's what everybody was kind of piecing that together. Braun got... uh, well, I mean, I don't know if Braun firmly, firmly uh, turned heel, but uh, but apparently Bray did somehow make him shave his head and get well, a new hell, outfit. Oh he
1: gorilla Pressland slammed Alexa Bliss. That seemed pretty. <laughs> oh yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's true. He, yeah. Well, it was
0: sort of like you know, there's this, there's a fine line between turning heel and embracing your dark side to overcome the villain, you know, whatever. Right. And that's, and and also, low key, WWE has a has a decades long history of. Not knowing the difference between a face and a heel when it comes to like the normal signifiers, right? I mean, like right. Hulk Hogan used to like rake people's backs and, <laughs> and gouge people's <laughs> eyes in the middle of his like baby face comeback, you know? Yeah. Like it's not like, like he would cheat, like he, like everybody that ever had a beef with Hulk Hogan, Macho Man. Mr. Wonderful, Bret Hart, you know what? They, they actually had legitimate beefs. Like oh, yeah. Like, this was not oh, something. Yeah. Like, Macho Man wasn't, uh, Macho Macho Man Man wasn't, wasn't in the wrong. <laughs> no, like,
1: I've, I've been waving, God, Dave, I've been waving this flag ever since I was a, a, a small child. I was like, wait, <laughs> like, so you're over here carrying this man's wife to the back where you have, yeah. like, a whole match going on? Like, my G... Miss Elizabeth, she gets clonked in the head at least once a week. Like, she'll be all right, Hulk. Like, give it a rest. (laughs) Like, check on them after the match. Of course Hulk was the heel here. Hulk has always been a natural heel. So,
0: I mean, I I could totally see them saying, we're going to bring Roman back and he's going to be more of a badass. And it never even crossed anybody's mind that he is, quote, unquote, turning heel or anything like that. You know, I mean, I don't know that, like, just because he used a chair that makes him a heel. I don't know that just because he went after these two and sort of, Shot, you know, did, did little like you know, work shooting on them. I don't know that that makes him a heel, although, and maybe I mean, maybe it's just a bigger, maybe on SmackDown, none of it matters anymore. I mean, that's what we've been begging for for our whole adult lives. You know, it's just yeah. like, does it re- like, you know, do we really, he- need that, do we really need to thing? Distinct- You know the bad guys and the good
1: guys, right now. You know what I mean? Like 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 UFC,
0: in UFC, like you'll pick a. In some matches, have a face and a heel, and that's because a lot of guys are healing it up to get money. You know, mm -hmm. but like you know, in a boxing match, whatever, like there'll be like a sort of you know better's favorite. You know, there's like the house, you know, the house team or whatever. Like people, like people have make these storylines are natural to the way we comprehend sports, Mm -hmm. but you don't need to like go from. You know, high fiving grandmas and giving them your sunglasses <laughs> to like hitting them with chairs to signify right. that you've gone through a change. You know, right. and 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 from match to match, it's who, who the who the quote unquote face or heel is can 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 change too. Um, but it's crazy to see Roman back. It's crazy to see it's it's crazy that he came back, and this was really in a lot of ways the first real test for Roman Reigns since <laughs> he was since he was sick because. Yeah. It, I think that him being gone obviously changed a lot of people's perception. A lot, a lot of people, you know, don't know what you got till it's gone. A lot of people re- realized how much how, how much they loved Roman Reigns the first time, or they realized maybe booing him at every turn wasn't the look while mm-hmm. he was out sick. Right? Mm-hmm. Then he comes back and he gets a little bit of a honeymoon period, and people, you know, I mean, I, I, I don't, I don't mean that. Li- I don't mean that as sort of dismissively. I mean, but, but like everybody's cheering for him. This was the night. I mean, tonight, this return. I mean, obviously, they weren't in front of a live, live crowd. And we'll talk about Thunderdome in a minute. But, like, you know, the reaction that I saw online was like, this was a mediocre show. And thank God Roman came back. Roman like, what came back. At least it had a day. great ending.
1: Yeah, right? saved the day. He absolutely, I was talking to my guy Jonas, who does the shark line jacket. Shout out to my guy Jonas. And he said, man, stop trying to make Roman Reigns the guy. He's not the guy. And I said, did you see that reaction? He's 1 million percent the guy. Like, immediate impact. Like, you know, he's... I've said this numerous times. Like, just being in the locker rooms with that guy and, and, you know, while he's in there, he's very much like the captain of the football team. Like, Mm -hmm. he's very much like the quarterback of the team. Like, he is the locker room leader. He is the dude that everybody sort of follows. And, you know, he's very much like Tom Brady of the WWE as far as, like, you know, just being a leader and being the guy who kind of runs, you know, mm-hmm. you know, runs stuff there. Not in the iron fist sort of way, but he's just, you know, he's he's the, he's the captain of the football team, man. We all know that guy. We all know that person when they walk in. They don't say it. They don't have to come up and straight up say like, you know, I'm the man here or whatever. But you just know, and that tonight was no different. You know what I mean? Like he didn't have to come in and say like, you know, have a big old spiel or they didn't need to do like a big, like coming soon or like any sort of vignettes or hyping his return or anything like that. When you're the dude, you could just show up in the second biggest show of the year and close it by doing, doing the, the greatest hits, hit, hit a few spears, hit a few Superman punches, pose, flex, bang, bang, new teeth, new shirt end the show. You he, know re- what I mean? he,
0: he wreaked more havoc tonight than retribution has over the past three <laughs> weeks or however long it's been. Uh, you it mean was, the 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 scary lights flickering and and maybe
1: the brick throw going through that one window? That's that seems like a lot of havoc.
0: It was like a plate glass <laughs> door that like clearly was just like had been propped up there five minutes before. Uh, yeah, no, I mean, I it's it's crazy. I'm I'm I just think I'm I'm excited that Roman's back, but more importantly, I'm excited that I'm excited. I'm glad yeah. that we got this thing right. I'm glad she. He is the shot in the arm that
1: WWE needed on top of the Thunderdome and on top of, you know, and I guess we'll we'll get into the Thunderdome real soon. But you no, know, people were getting really turned off from WWE. I definitely mm-hmm. was one of those people. Like it just kinda seemed like very sort of monotonous and like the performance set of shows are very just like run of the mill, come in, come out, like, yeah, you'll probably get like some really good matches during the pay-per-views, but like if you miss Raw SmackDown, you can catch what happens on Twitter. You know what yeah. I mean? Like you don't really need to sit through a promo or sit through like, oh my God, you really gotta you really gotta sit and watch this promo. Or you really gotta sit and watch this this match. Like you catch the greatest hits on social media. You know what I'm saying? Like it started to get really redundant. But mm-hmm. you know, sometimes you need those big returns. Like that's one of my favorite things about wrestling. Big returns. Big oh my god, this guy's There's back. nothing he better.
0: Well, There's like, nothing better. Nothing uh, uh, better. There's a, uh, I mean, let's just do it then. I mean, the, the the biggest the biggest thing that made this big return different than uh, every big return that, you know, we could put on the, on, on the top 10 list is that there wasn't really a live crowd there, although there was some semblance of a live crowd there. Now, I'm guessing everybody that's listening to this watched the show, but if you didn't, or if you just want to hear my beautiful voice describe it, mm. we got to experience Thunderdome for the first time tonight, and... Thunder or no, not for the first time we saw it on Friday night too. But this was the first pay per view with Thunderdome, and it felt like they had done some tweaking since Friday night too. But basically, mm-hmm. we have the ring, we have uh, the a little headdress on the ring, although that's not really a, <laughs> an urgent part of it. But it's but I, you correct me if I'm wrong. Mm-hmm. The ring, the build was sort of more like a mini WrestleMania than like a regular pay per view build, right? Because they kind of have like the canopy thing above there going up, and there's like I don't know, it just felt like. The whole set was constructed in one, you know, is like one big idea, yeah. and then in the in place of the crowd, they had all these giant LED monitors with real fans, skyping in or uh, zooming in or doing whatever, to getting on there. They didn't quite have the full. Uh, NBA effect of like matching seats behind everybody's head but it ended up looking pretty cool I thought I thought they had they like there were so many faces they were able to put yeah. so many people back there that it really felt like they were in this crazy futuristic crowd like this is this is how we're gonna watch sports in the future right I mean that's what it felt like I, I, I want to hear what you think I, this is my biggest takeaway mm-hmm. as cool as everything was and to stand back and watch it take a breath when you're looking at it it was like really 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 impressive but yeah. the overall vibe, as much as lacking as the performance center has been, I think that they've managed to basically recreate. Oh, and there was fake crowd noise, too. We should yes. say that. But they managed to recreate exactly, or or not exactly, they managed to approximate what it feels like to watch an episode of Monday Night Raw. But they didn't, but there's just no comparison. There's, they didn't come anywhere near what it feels like to, like, watch SummerSlam. You know, or to, like, <laughs> they, they, they weren't, it wasn't up to pay-per-view they haven't figured out how to explode it that much, but what they what they were able to accomplish, I mean, like I said, a totally passable episode of Monday Night Raw with like LED screens and stuff. I mean, that was, it was really, really impressive work. And it felt good. It felt good to see Drew McIntyre defend his title in front of something that looked like a crowd. Like it felt, yeah. it felt a lot better. What did you think?
1: Yeah, I mean, there was, um, there was, there was the cool thing about the Thunderdome is you can do a lot of stuff that you can't really do with live crowds, right? Yeah. One thing I noticed immediately was, like, you can throw pyro in the crowd. Like, there was, like, certain, like, Mm -hmm. points where, like, you know, you have fireworks shooting out of where the fan seats would usually be, and I thought that was a cool touch. Um, I also thought that, you know, just given the circumstances, I mean, like, I feel like it's a little unfair to kind of, like, try and... I don't know. It's kind of unfair to kind of try and and compare, you know, these the experiences that's going on in, uh, in, in, in you know, a post-COVID world or pre-COVID world to what's going on right now. And yeah, like WWE, like, you know, I've said many times, like they've always kind of been at the forefront of like the way we experience live sports. And, you know, they, they're kind of doing it right now with this Thunderdome. It, it seems a lot like the NBA bubble, just a lot more bells and whistles and mm-hmm. a lot more of the spectacle of what pro wrestling is. I've, I'm i so happy to get to see like wrestlers come down like massive entrances again and get yeah. pyro and get, you know, Titan Tron videos and, you know, go through the ramp. And it, it started to feel like some semblance of normalcy was starting to return just a little bit, you know. Okay. and that's the one thing I could take away from it. Like, I'm not going to try and like compare it to like, Oh, you know what it's like to be, you know, I think the last event I went to was Royal Rumble in, in, in Houston. And I can't compare Royal Rumble to SummerSlam. Like it's, you know, it's, it's a whole different vibe and, you know, it's, it's really honestly made me miss the live crowds even more. And, um, on top of that, it's just, it's, the effort was definitely noticed and definitely, like, appreciated. Like, I I know they were kind of on spaghetti legs trying to make more fun things happen at a performance center. And, you know, they, they did, really did the best they could given the situation. And yeah. now that they have this sort of, you know, residency in, in the Amway Center and they're going to kind of kick it there for a while, you know, I could see them taking this sort of approach or this, this sort of, I could see them taking this sort of like show on the road, you know what I mean? Like I could see them doing, Mm -hmm. you know, a residency at Barclays Center for like two weeks, doing a residency at, you know, all these little arenas where COVID is kind of under control and, you know, they could, you know, uh, just give different experiences. Oh, you think
0: they're going to let, I mean, not they're going to, but like you think they could tour this around and let people in, like smaller crowds could come into this thing. I don't
1: know about I don't know about letting people in, but I do believe that eventually they could they could kind of like take this sort of experience on the road, you know, and uh, maybe not right now. Definitely not right away. But I could definitely see them, you know, before, like when it's Royal Rumble time, you know what I mean? Like or, you know. Survivor Series time, maybe. And that's even might be a little bit too soon. But, you know, just kind of to, to just as as long as we see where this kind of like pandemic is heading and, mm-hmm. you know, if there's a way where they can go to cities and states that aren't as affected or have done a better job of kind of, you know, getting things under control because, you know, by the time it hits the winter and fall, especially in New York and New Jersey, like there's going to be football games. There's going to be, you know, like Yankee Stadium is being used like, yeah giant MetLife Stadium is going to be used. Like, eventually, you know, they're going to start trying to get into you know, the Prudential Center or Madison Square Garden or Barclays Center and like, you know, like, Florida's kind of taking it on the chin for the rest of America when it's come to, like, live sports and eventually, like, all the the crap that they've kind of taken as far as like being very laissez-faire about this pandemic, that bottom line ain't hurting. You know what I mean? Because, you know, they're definitely, they're making a hell of a lot of money between the NBA and WWE and Mm-hmm. And WNBA and, you know, Florida, I'm sure the business is booming right now Wouldn't the yeah. economy is really struggling. So I'm sure other states are going to see that. And be like, well, why don't we try that here?
0: No, no. no. I mean, I think you, you make a good point because, you know, like you said, football, baseball, all this stuff's coming back. Basketball is back already and they're doing great, but they're just working out of Orlando, right? I mean, they're not doing mm-hmm. they're not they're not in their home state. And, and for every as everything is going to start coming back, you know, in, to, in different ways over the next, you know, six months. Yeah, but I but I think you know concerts at Barclay Center are going to be the last thing. That, you know, I mean, like the last thing that could possibly come back. Nobody's cramming in body to body to go mm-hmm. see whoever play. It's ju- it's just too dangerous. I just don't think the stadiums will take on that sort of liability. You know, I mean, mm-hmm. even it just it, 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 who knows? Who knows? But I just think that like you know anybody that wants to people find ways to play outside, but just going in those, just going in a basketball arena, standing shoulder to shoulder with all those people seems like that's a long way off. That being said, I mean, that's exactly, it goes to what you said. They're going to, arenas are going to be looking for ways to make money, right? Looking for Mm -hmm. ways to like, to To find some way to cash a check because they can't oh. do it. And 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 maybe this is the sort of look, right? Like WWE's touring show. It's like, you can't really get in and watch it, but like you can come have a residency here. We're not doing anything else. You know, I mean, you, we'll, we'll, the wrestlers will come sign autographs afterwards or something. I mean, that's it's kind of interesting. Yeah. I
1: mean, you know, they're, they're going to try a lot of things. They're going to try many different things. And, you know, uh, this is only not even a full week into the, the, the Thunderdome experiment. And, you know, between SmackDown, between SummerSlam tonight, you know they're going to be more experiences that they're going to try, and you know, granted, yeah. uh, it makes me feel good that a guy like Roman Reigns, who you know we know why he he kind of um stayed away, in addition to his own uh physical condition, um you know he just had another child. Um yeah, I, I've heard, and you know that's. You know, you, we could we could probably count on seeing a little bit, a couple of more returns coming back very soon. And, you know, people starting to, you know, whether they were furloughed or whether they were, you know, just kind of stay at home or, you know, I feel like slowly but surely people are going to start matriculating back into, you know, the WWE because the Thunderdome kind of, it does feel a little bit more secure and safe. It does feel a little bit more like, you know, you could experience more social distancing and, you know, yeah. you're not so, you know, it, it seems safer. It seems like they've you know, and even like with the worst of it happening where there was like that that mini outbreak, you know what I mean, in the performance center or in, in the, yeah, the performance center a uh-huh. few months ago. Um, you know, it, it kinda just came and went and people seem to be all right, you know. So um it's 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 an, it's it's really incredible and you gotta gotta give the you gotta give the double its due, man. Like they've have they have made the best of a crappy situation when it comes to live events because the WWE is all about live events. Like it's true. all about their their bread and butter is being able to put butts in seats every night, and you know they haven't been able to really physically do that in the past six months. So
0: I'm not sure that Vince McMahon, as much as he would appreciate the sentiment, I'm not sure Vince McMahon's takeaway from tonight. I don't think he wanted the takeaway from tonight to be like. The Thunderdome, hey, it's way safer than it was, but then we <laughs> what we were ah. doing before. The, the Thunderdome supposed to be scary. It's supposed yeah. to be ominous. It's supposed to be a place where <laughs> violence happens. It's not supposed to be safer, uh, but it is safer. <laughs> and uh, the experience overall, I thought was just great. I'm yeah, mean, for, was from where they was, were two weeks ago. I mean, from what they like, you said, spaghetti legs, like they were uh, the, it was real. It's really, really impressive. And I'm excited to see where they go with it. I'm excited to see what what else. I mean, if, if they don't do they don't make any changes this is they've planted their flag man i mean this is it's a really really cool and it's mm-hmm. get, and and we're going to remember this you know before it was like before they were in the performance center basically doing a real a regular wrestling show with no only without the crowd which is hugely important now yeah. they've reintroduced the crowd but they've sort of made a fully they they've figured out how to do like wrestling as only a television product sort of mm-hmm. you know i mean it's like it's interactive but it's mostly just performative and it's and it was really really cool well anyway it's enough about thunderdome because we will talk about thunderdome uh, it feels weird that we have to call it thunderdome over and over again <laughs> but i guess you got to brand everything you know it's Branded. like even when coronavirus is gone we're gonna like go to wrestlemania weekend and like there's gonna be some like you pay 10 bucks to go inside the thunderdome experience you know you're gonna like you're just like we'll do a walking tour of the thunderdome um Let's give out some Rockets, all right? We had a long week in NXT. It was, uh, what, last night? It seems like a million years ago. We had SummerSlam like tonight. It was, you know, it ended kind of early, but it started early, too. Um, I'm always appreciative when they, I mean, when they end shows early, although we were going back and forth tonight, and I was like, guys, I'm not ready. Like, I was planning on, like, using some time between matches to review some stuff <laughs> and, like, whatever. And, and then all of a sudden, I was like, wait, is this the last match? And then, of course it was, but I didn't have my computer. I didn't have anything open um, I'm sitting there watching with my son and like and I was just like, wait a second, this is the second title match. And then yeah. and then it wasn't until Braun pulled out the box knife that I was just like, Oh, I guess this is it, man. Nothing they're not <laughs> like throwing anything else out after this because you can't like, you know, put the ring back together. Um but anyway. Let's go through it, man. Let's uh. The idea here, since this is the first time we're doing it, is we're just, you know, whenever we see these shows, we're like, oh, that guy, that girl, whoever, got, is getting a rocket strapped to her back. Mm-hmm. uh, Or, you know, the rocket ride ended, whatever. But we're just giving out some rockets, you know? We gotta see I got a rocket to give who's got away. the rocket strapped to them after tonight.
1: The first rocket I'm I'm giving away, mm. no doubter, strap it to him send them to the moon, around the stars, through the planets. Former NFL punter Pat McAfee. (laughs) My goodness gracious. Oh, my God. I did not think Ronda Rousey would have this much competition for a debut match. But holy shnikes, Pat McAfee put on a show with Adam Cole. Like, he is... I know we were talking about Andy Kaufman.
0: Yeah, when we first talked about <laughs> yeah. it, he look,
1: he shot Andy Kaufman to, <laughs> like he blew Andy Kaufman out the water. Oh, first man. match in
0: his rocket first, is so powerful. He knocked out the Man in the Moon. I could not <laughs> agree more. There's a, we talked about how if you're you have to be a diehard, you have to be a lifelong wrestling fan to be able to come in as a celebrity or whatever else and really feel like you know what you're doing but man is it is it fair to say that he like is already yeah a top tier performer yeah. yeah. Yeah, I mean, listen. Yes. he's not flawless. It wasn't a flawless match, and and as uh, uh Doctor Doctor Britt Baker uh, will will remind you, uh, 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 Adam Cole had a big part in making that match as good of as it course. was. But of course, but you're absolutely right. He cut a promo. Was it last week? That was mm. like that was he he was immediately like a top three. NXT, like the top three on the mic in all of NXT, right? immediately. immediately. I mean, maybe, maybe, maybe number one. I'll give <laughs> you really this. Right, like Pat McAfee,
1: it takes two to tango, and he had an incredible, you know, he has an incredible partner in Adam Cole to not just make him look good, but you know, you have a lot of history to kind of play off of, and and a lot of real lifeness, and and at the same time, like Adam Cole, same way, like that. The Pat McAfee rub was really a dope look, and Pat got Adam Cole talked about on the ESPN's Get Up and Sports mm-hmm. Center, and you know what I mean. Like it was, it was beneficial to both parties. So yes, Adam Cole did help Pat McAfee look amazing in that ring. But let's just break it down here. Like there are certain things that great professional wrestlers and great sports entertainers, quote unquote, needs to be able to do, and Pat McAfee, I mean. What did he lack in this in these last three weeks that he was you know what I mean? Like he immediately brought eyes to the to the product. Mm -hmm. He immediately made me interested and care and want to see Adam Cole whip his ass. He immediately cut a believable, hateful promo that made me feel like okay, like wow, he's 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 speaking a lot of truth, and it kind of makes me want to see him get his ass kicked even more. And on top of that, he looked great. Like he looked. Like you know, I I've seen him in the NFL, and he didn't look this jacked in the NFL. Like he was very, I mean, his his leg was jacked. He had some, he had some great, you know, uh, quad muscles and calf muscles, but you know, dude had bicep. Dude, and granted, yes, if you're an NFL player, punter or not, you're an all world athlete. You know what I mean? Like you're 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 already at least half. The athlete that most you know uh, professional wrestlers will, will ever be, you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying that's not a slight against professional wrestlers that's just more of you know the lifelong conditioning and training it takes to make it in the NFL in any capacity because i'm certain, I'm certain Pat McAfee, before he settled on being an NFL, and this is just me off the top of my head, but not knowing for real I'm sure in college and in high school he played multiple positions i'm sure he was a very accomplished he was a soccer player. He was a soccer player. Okay, yeah. even better. You know what I mean? Like, soccer uh, soccer athletes, football athletes are incredibly in shape. And yeah. you know what I mean? So those, you know, outside of basketball players, I would say, like, soccer players are probably pound, for pound the most athletic, you know, team sports you can play as far as, like, from the, the first guy, the starters to the end of the bench. But McAfee, man, like, high spots, like, Picture perfect swanton bombs, <laughs> picture perfect backflips landing on the no. feet, clearing the turnbuckle, oh, so hitting good. superplexes. He has an oh, his finish move is already super over. Like it's rare that you get to see somebody kind of come in as a celebrity immediately get. Incredible, <laughs> it's, like,
0: crazy.
1: it's, it's, it's a, so like, crazy. It's, it's such a perfect it's storm. It's so crazy. So here's of, my question
0: uh, to you: mm-hmm. If he never wrestles again, does he doing is he doing a disservice to the world? Yeah. Like does he? Is yes. he, is this he is he's his so calling. good that he has this is to his do this? Calling. This is his calling.
1: I hope, like most professional athletes, that get that bit by that wrestling bug one time he becomes addicted to it. Like Kurt Angle before him, like Ronda Rousey before him, like any of these all world, like super professional athletes. And granted, he makes a ton of money just talking for a living. So I I, I wouldn't blame him if he was like, this is a great one off, but I'm super good on this. But like, Man, you could I could count on my one hand how many people were that impressive for me watching them for the first time. Like Kane Velasquez was pretty amazing the
0: first time I saw him in AAA.
1: Like uh, in AAA,
0: yeah, yeah. I mean, I can't even. Th- I mean, it's so. I mean, we 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 experience wrestlers differently now, right? I mean, it's like yeah. Kurt Angle was good from the get back then, but like we he wrestled probably a bunch and like. Louisville or something and we just, and I, you know, never, we'll, will have never seen those matches. Now you see right. people wrestle for first matches, you know, I mean, yeah. now you see, I mean, you see people and man, yeah, that was really, really impressive. We got to roll on, but man, but oh my God, Pat McAfee, yeah. I, know that, I know that he's got, I know that he's got, you know, Advertisers on the Pat McAfee show that are just need him to keep cranking out audio content, <laughs> but man, he'd probably be taking a pay cut to be a pro wrestler. But oh, man. one thousand percent. But man, I mean, after he's, week, he's, he's man, good at he this. Might, he might get an offer he can't refuse. Who knows? Who knows? <laughs> Um, all right. Uh, next, let's go. I mean, Pat McAfee's. I think the, the the guy. And and it was it's interesting because that match took place obviously at the Performance Center. It was NXT was still you know still working out of there, uh, working out of the Performance Center when the rest of WWE sort of marched along. Mm-hmm. Um, but. Uh, you know, and, and and I thought that NXT always sort of filled out that space better than Monday Night Raw or you know the the main paper pay-per-views or whatever. And 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 I thought it was okay. I I just do want to mention one more person from from Saturday Night. Uh, if as long as we're talking rockets, let's drop a uh, rocket to him. You gotta put a rocket on Karrion Cross, man. Oof. I mean he. That was not carrying cross versus versus Keith Lee, I gotta tell you, uh was not the greatest match I've ever seen in my life. Uh, mm-hmm. It was not the match that I imagined happening. Um, it was a pretty well told story. The second time I watched it. I liked it more than the first time, but uh I mean we 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 talked about the possibility beforehand, but watching it come to fruition, you had to say that is a huge, huge thing. You know, mm-hmm. that that Cross comes out and he, they just put the belt on him this quickly. Take it off Keith Lee, who had an incredible coronation in the very recent past. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, a, it's a big look for him, man. And that's, uh, I, I think that, you know, I always say, I think I said this to you before, that Cross wrestles like, he's not the most gifted guy in the ring, but it really seems like he... This sounds like I'm being, this sounds like I'm like a backhanded compliment, but it's not. (laughs) Okay. He is like, in some ways it's like, you know, I'm no Pat McAfee, but it's like, if I was a wrestler, like Karrion Kross is is what I would aspire to because I'm never going to hit a swanton. But I'd Mm. like to think that like, I've thought about every fucking thing right oh, like yeah. like I like I considered why I do a certain move I considered what's happening I got the psychology even if I can't pull off every like f- everything he does everything in a very considered way he does everything just right mm-hmm. and I really really like I, I I really enjoy him as a performer I think he's really good and he's and I mean listen there's no doubt watching watching him on Saturday that you know he's going to be in a top three spot at WrestleMania in the not too distant future.
1: Yeah, lots of lots of bells and whistles with him. Lots of bells and whistles. Like it's it, he's got a hell of a look. He's got a hell of a valet in, in Scarlet. Mm-hmm. Um, he's already got an amazing, amazing like top three entrance in all of WWE, and he's coming in at the perfect time where we've said this. I feel like we've said this every episode since I've been on here, but he's definitely at the point where NXT is in transition. Mm-hmm. And you can tell like they're kind of moving away from like the PWG era of NXT where, you know, it's a lot of, you know, guys slide a build, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. A lot of 205, like Cruiserweight classic holdovers that, you know, kind of like, Turned into like you know NXT stars, lots of work rate guys, like the super heavyweight era of NXT is here, and, and yeah. the, that was more that couldn't have been more apparent than the NXT the, the 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 North American title ladder match where you know Johnny Gargano, probably the most accomplished guy, definitely the most accomplished guy in that entire match, um, is by far the smallest, like by far. You mm-hmm. know, like you got Damian Priest, the the new champ, who's you know the former, the artist formerly known as Punishment Martinez, very you know great look, like him a lot. Bronson yeah. Reed, I'm I'm starting to warm up too. Came out in the Bam Bam Bigelow swag, like that a lot as well. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Velveteen is Velveteen, you know, not pretty not not a, not a small guy. Um, who else is in that match? Uh, There's one more guy. I'm I'm I must be missing him. There are five people in that match. All of them, oh, you know, Cameron, Cameron Grimes, Cameron Grimes, oh, Great to the moon. I, I like him a lot too. But you know, you can tell that they're kind of moving away from that that sort of uh, uh, build of wrestler. And Carrion Cross is kind of like the perfect guy to be this. You know, I feel like NXT usually thrives with unbeatable heel champs. <laughs> like that's just the way it is. Like, well, yeah, we, we've never. I can't even tell you a memorable
0: NXT run with a babyface champ. No, because I don't think there is one. I mean, that's like they sort of like I, I might be more mad about, about Keith Lee losing it if I thought there was every chance that he was gonna keep it. I mean, they, they just don't they just don't do it, you know. They'll do that. I um, mean, like
1: they'll they'll give you they'll I mean, gosh, go back to what, what Sami Zayn, Finn Balor. Probably Finn was probably the longest sort of like baby face champ. But everybody else have always been like these monster heels that just like mow through everybody. And Karen Cross fits that mold.
0: Well, Bo Dallas had it for a minute. That was NXT, right? And uh, and and uh, uh, Neville, uh, mm-hmm. Adrian Neville, I guess at that point. But they both sort of turned heel as champ. Uh, yes. It's it's been a long time, but it, but yeah, I mean, it's it's a uh, there's an, the, the NXT definitely likes the 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 reigning heel champ. K- Cross is a really interesting one, just because he's gonna be he's a little he's got a little bit of he's got a little bit of you know undertaker in him especially when he's a bigger guy than most of the guys around there and and he's he's with that entrance with everything you were talking about it's all it's all positive it's all good it's all good to have mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. but he's borderline like the guy that doesn't need the belt you know I mean, yeah. like he's he like so so it'll be it's interesting to see how you take the how you take the title off that guy now um the rock he's definitely got a rocket Uh, Tommaso Ciampa by the way is coming back this week and he's probably he's got a claim to that rocket too Uh, and then there's Tommaso might have a wobbly rocket I don't think it goes straight I think it takes it might take a few detours <laughs> you
1: know well we'll
0: saying? see hopefully hopefully we'll be hopefully we'll have a uh a, a, a parallel rocket to give to our guy Keith Lee, when we see what happens to him next I don't know if he's if I, I asked you last week if he's you know if you had to give one guy the belt and the other guy go straight to the roster I mean go, go straight to the main roster who knows I mean that's what people are speculating if Keith's gonna get called up but
1: uh oh, oh yeah the, uh, well I don't know if you saw but they already they ran a promo. Right oh, before really? the main event. Yeah, Keith Lee is going to be on a Raw tomorrow night. Well, nice. tonight, I guess. I missed so- it. He so, is, yeah, he's officially Monday Night Raw. I mean, man. I
0: don't know if he'll really. I mean, it was, yeah, it was it was a good match. It's hard to give him a rocket based on the performance, though. But let's do it. Let's do it. He's got an honorary rocket. He's got a because he's because he's gonna show up on the on the big show now. So yeah. it's it's time. I, I said it. I said it last week. It's time to start warming him up for WrestleMania, man. Let's like start. To, it's time
1: to start. You know, making him feel like a big deal, and they did that immediately. Like they didn't. I like that they didn't try and and get Keith Lee's heat back and and try and go back after the NXT title. I'm mm-hmm. glad it was just, it's time for the big show, buddy. And, you know, you got, he's got to seem like a big deal by the Royal Rumble because he felt like a big deal at this Royal Rumble. For
0: sure. And he was already on
1: NXT. So it's like, if he's not one of those, like, last three or four guys in the in the event next year, I mean, that's, that's basically, like, the Royal Rumble, I've always kind of seen it as, like, you know, the, the test run for so many guys. And we saw him kind of hold his own with Brock Lesnar. We saw him get in the high gear with Roman Reigns, the Survivor Series. Mm-hmm. Now you kind of lather him up for Royal Rumble. So by the time it's WrestleMania season, like, he's he's a star. He's a player. And, you know, uh, the, the fact that they, they threw that package together right before the main event to let people know, like, hey, this guy that you all love he's gonna be on monday nights now nice um it makes it, it makes me Dude. it makes me feel really good about him losing the way he did
0: i'm glad that and, you yeah it's it's an honorable loss when we all know i mean that's one of the most unkayfabe things about professional wrestling is, is at least in wwe is that we all know what it means when you drop the title in the next T. you know, like it's yes. like, it's like it's it's pure it's like you, you do that with honor you move on it's totally fine um it, we we were, we started talking about Cross, uh, what mm-hmm. and 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 before that about Pat McAfee. This wasn't Cross's debut, but pretty recent debut. Pat McAfee, a pure debut. Um, we also got the debut of Dominic tonight. Uh, Dominic, what? How would you rank him against Pat McAfee? <laughs> was Oof. that is that even fair? I mean, that was a good match he had with Seth Rollins, right? Does he, he does, gets, does, he does Dominic get a rocket? Everybody. He gets. I feel like he's he's
1: he came out the womb in the rocket. He's a Mysterio for Christ's sake. He's like he's got he's a lucha royalty, you know. Um, he can if there's anything I'm convinced of, it's that Dominic can take an ass with him, bro. Like he is mm-hmm. a tough kid, a tough kid. And um, I was impressed. I was very impressed. I feel like he he, he you know he's still kind of. I know people are kind of saying like, you know, he kind of doesn't seem to have like the build of like a, a superstar. But I feel like that kind of adds to his charm yeah. as like my dad's son. And, you know, I'm not even supposed to be here, but I'm fighting for the honor of my dad. And, you know, he's he's kind of like it's it's going to be fun to watch him grow. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like we've seen him literally as a child in WWE. And I feel like the fact that he's, you know, when he started having his first matches, or first kind of sort of uh, events, and as a WWE uh, talent, um, he's not all the way polished. He's not like this jacked, you know, super, you know, superstar-looking dude. Like he just kind of looks like a dude. He looks like a guy like mm-hmm. I'd go grab a beer with, like a regular, yeah. like dude that just you know put on the leotard or put on a you know, put on a onesie and and got to it and. You know, Frog spots could use a little work. Frog spots could use a little work. But, uh,
0: you know, other than that, man, I I, I was extremely impressed. I was extremely impressed. really good match. I mean, Seth is maybe the best in the world at, maybe the, how to say that? He's the best, maybe the best in the world at wrestling the WWE style, whatever that means right now. Seth and, and Drew, too. I mean, but are just, I mean, obviously, there's the guy's been doing it for a long time. Yeah. But I man, mean, I feel
1: like Seth is
0: like the, he's the, he's Triple H's
1: child, man. Yeah. Like, he is the guy who, like, kind of, I mean, there's a lot of truth to what he says about, like, his, like, you know, for, you know, for the greater good and, you know, all that type of stuff. He is, he was the the outbreak baby of NXT. Like, mm-hmm. he was, you know, the first sort of FCW, like chosen one, golden child. Oh yeah, from the Indies, you know that was kind of built and made in Triple H and the WWE's like new vision of what a star is going to be going forward. Just sort yeah. of like this hybrid, strong but high flying, but you know uh, could kind of do everything sort of star. And you know, Steph, I don't think I don't even think stuff gets like enough credit sometimes. Yeah. Like I feel like when people bring up the the, the sort of best in the world conversations. Like, people
0: sort of seem to skip over him for some reason well, because, I don't know, it's weird. When he was coming up, I think I said that he was like, "He, do everybody better watch out because I knew, I mean, this wasn't even from sources. I was like, I, was like, I looked at him and I'd seen him wrestle so much all the way up from Ring of Honor and stuff. And I was like, you know, Vince and Triple H are going to look at him and say, this is our it's like some unholy cross between Jeff Hardy and CM Punk, but we own him. Like we yes. like he's, but he's ours. He's our and, guy. And, uh, I, uh, there was a little bit of truth to that, but I think what you said actually makes more sense. I, I would have never guessed he was going to basically become triple H. You know, he's going to become yeah. like the sort of like standard bear. Yeah. Um, and, and he's, he's, he's incredible. He makes it look, effortless. And it does not not in a bad way. It's like it's just like I watched that match tonight and I had to keep reminding myself about the work that he was doing to make that match as good as it was, you know? I mean, yeah. he's just very very good at his job. And um, you know, it'll be interesting to see what happens with Dominic next because is is Seth Mr.
1: SummerSlam? <laughs> <laughs>
0: I that, feel like he, he might be Mr. SummerSlam. Be. Like I
1: feel like it's a it's like a two or three horse race on like who's Mr. SummerSlam. It's like it's Seth it's Bret Hart, yeah, and Brock Lesnar. I was gonna see how far back <laughs> we're
0: going. I mean, yeah. Brock Lesnar doesn't need to be Mister Summerslam, but Brock Lesnar's like you know, He's uh, Brock he, yeah. The Undertaker <laughs> didn't need the belt. Brock Lesnar doesn't need to be Mister Summerslam. I don't know. I think yeah. I think I think it might be. I think it might. We we should go ahead and crown him. Let's just do it. I mean, why He's not? Mister I mean, Summerslam, it's, man. It's a it's a it's a it's a good title. It's a good accolade for him. Um, and talk about a guy who's proven he doesn't need the title. He can roll with the title. But Seth Rollins, he's he's money one way or the other. It'll be interesting to see what happens with Dominic. I'm not ready to give him the full rocket yet. But I don't know. I mean, we don't do. Um, maybe maybe there's, this word is out there. I don't know if he's going to be on Raw tomorrow night. I don't know if he's going to go. You know, go back to training. I don't know if he's going to do a turn on NXT. I have no idea what's going to happen. It's kind of interesting to. to it'll be interesting to watch.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, I'd like to see him with like, I don't know. I I don't know where he goes from here. I have no idea. I think, I mean, the person who 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 frightened me the most was Mrs. Mysterio. Yeah, exactly. exactly. <laughs> I feel like mom, Big Mama Mysterio, was ready to whip some ass. I'm like, oh man, she looked like she don't she don't she don't mess around. Like she looked like she she's gonna ready to jump in there, whip Seth's ass. They started handcuffing, you know, Ray. But. Yeah. I mean, I don't really know where they go from here. I mean, maybe mm-hmm. there's. I mean, I always think there's the possibility that you know Dominic turns on his dad and you know <laughs> becomes another disciple.
0: I feel like you know Seth's little crew just has thinned out in the past. Seth has months. trouble keeping guys around. That's yeah, it's, it's, it's tough. Maybe Dominic would get a little bit more, add a little bit more consistency, right? By the way, I thought about this when you're when you're talking earlier the comp, and I don't know if anybody else has said this the comp that I that I think of when I look at Dominic, and frankly, it, you know right down to physique, but there's a lot of different, I mean, obviously not style, but is, uh, is Dustin, Dustin Rhodes. Yes. Uh, when yes. he first the popped natural. up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it was a little bit of like, I'm not quite sure what, if he's ready, but he's like clearly ready at the same time. Like I'm not quite, it's, it, it was, it's a, I mean, obviously the legendary father, I mean, is, is, is a huge part of that. It's a, it'll mm-hmm. be, it'll be interesting to see. And it, and obviously it took like Dustin was one foot in the main event. I mean, not literally, but he was, he was one boot at the top of the card and one boot, like he had a long way to go to find himself, you know, no. and, and, uh, end up finding something else before he found himself, but, but he found his, his place in doing gold dust and, you know, anyway, I, it, it'll be, it, it could be, it could be a very interesting road for Dominic, but who knows? But One of the cool things to talk about body type is that, you know. We, exi- we We live in a world now where you don't have to look a certain way to right. to climb the ranks, and that's a positive thing. So
1: that's super dope. Yeah,
0: yeah. So so uh, I'm excited to see where that goes. All right, we got We got to get out of here. But two more names. You get to decide which one of these people gets the rocket. And I, I hope I know what you're gonna do.
1: Oh gosh. Oh gosh. Okay. So this we weekend. have one more
0: rocket to give out. Is it gonna oh. go to Drew McIntyre for keep for retaining his title against Randy Orton and his first defense in the Thunderdome era? Or is it going to go to Asuka, who wrestled twice, got powerbombed from the ring apron onto her head, and um, ended up walking away with the Raw Women's Championship belt? Lost in a noble effort to, to Bayley, to, to, didn't win the SmackDown title, but but ended up winning the Raw title. Who who do you, who, who you want to give the Rocket to? I'm going to give my Rocket to Asuka.
1: Yeah, I feel amen. Asuka put in not only a ton of work tonight, but she's put in a ton of work. Uh, in the past, she's, I've, I've said it for a while. She's been my pandemic MVP. Like mm-hmm. as far as like, if there's anybody, if there's anybody who has, uh, who has benefited from no crowd and being able to just let loose and be themselves and have the, the, the fans kind of latch onto them and love them for the, for the, for the great talent that they are. It's been Oscar. Uh, she's, she's, she always has bangers though, man. Like it's, yeah. it's like, she's, she never, she seems to never have like a bad match. Like yeah. she has a match that you may forget about. She has a match that like, you may just be like, oh, okay. Like it's almost like you get spoiled with how good she is in the ring and you get spoiled with how entertaining she is mm-hmm. because like, she's so unpredictable. Mm-hmm. But like once she gets in between those, those ropes, like there's not a lot of people, men or women that can see her. As far as like styles, as far as Mm-mm. like, you know, whether it's strong style or, or just believability, like she is amazing. Like yeah. I, she's, she, she is almost underrated in the sense that like, we're so used to Oscar just giving us just amazing matches all the time. It's true. That, you,
0: you know, know. And, and tonight she, she wrestled, I mean, obviously they, they laid it out in a sort of interesting way. They put the Bailey match in the pre-show Um, and then the, the, the match against, uh, Sasha Banks was, was later in the night. Normally though, if you're going to have somebody wrestle twice, the second match is going to be sort of the gimmick, right? It's going to be a shorter match. It's going to have some, like a lot more shenanigans going, whatever. But maybe, I mean, I'm sure they did it on purpose to some extent, but that the the main card match against Sasha Banks was a totally legit match. It was a full full throttle match. It was an entire. Mm-hmm. It was a whole thing. There was no wear and tear. There was no. It was no slow motion. It was. It was a. It was a really really good match. And mm-hmm. you said this very early on tonight about how WWE will. Tell you exactly what they're going to do if you just listen to them. I mean, the, it, you kind of had to listen to the <laughs> to the announcers tonight to really understand the the uh, the significance of Bailey not taking that blow at the end of the match like Sasha had done at the during the you know Bailey's match. The significance of how Bailey sort of let Sasha down theoretically, but regardless, they told that story and it was it, it's a it is a story that will continue telling and it's a good story and but more importantly. Oscar wrestled twice. She wrestled her ass off. She made both in both those matches just magical. And now she's your Raw Women's Champion uh, once again. And and that is a uh, that's a good thing. Right. Give it's her the rocket. Thing. It's a great thing. She is the Absolutely. MVP. She is definitely the pandemic MVP. And, uh, 1, and, and it's it's rare that, you know, you see somebody. I mean, is it crazy to say that? I mean, people get pushes and everything else. It felt like that would that that you know a night like tonight would still never come her way even as even as clear as it was as how great she was doing you know when she Mm -hmm. got the belt after Becky left but this was a a huge night for her so yeah
1: yeah uh, she got she got a she she put a she put a a, you know a, a blemish on the golden role models you know what I mean like she's gonna be you can tell she's gonna be she's gonna be a play a big part in their eventual split. Or
0: their eventual breakup. They're yeah, never I breaking mean, up. We're just gonna tease this out. My eleven-year-old <laughs> knows. She's just like they're never gonna. They're just they're just messing with us. <laughs> they're just, <laughs> just like, yeah, at us this whole time. It's true. I can see that. <laughs> All right, we got to get out of here. Uh, and for, for any anyone that missed any of this stuff, uh, what else? Io Shirai retained last night. Mm-hmm. Drew McIntyre instead retained against Randy Orton. That was a pretty good match. I was. Uh, we could probably break that down a lot more, but we'll see where they, what they do with that after. Monday mm-hmm. Night Raw. Mandy Rose beats Sonya Deville. Sonya Deville is apparently no longer employed by WWE. Uh, we'll see what they uh, hopefully she'll get a little time off to. Yeah, you know, she needs it. She deserves yeah, it. Deal with that stuff. And the, and and um Apollo Crews main uh, retained again in the pre-show, which is a little bit of a letdown because they have spent so much time on Raw building to this, but I'm guessing this isn't the end. Uh, we'll so. probably we probably get a few more chapters of, you know, Lashley versus Cruz or whatever. Um but man, uh, I don't know if we need to start giving out sartorial awards at the end, but Apollo in the in the white with that gold belt looks, looks just—I mean—that is that is money and a money money, money look. Mm-hmm. Um, give, I'll give him a rocket next week. Let's hope. <laughs> I want to I give that guy a rocket. All right. Uh, thank you guys for listening. Thank you, uh, Kaz and and John, for staying up and doing this. Uh, we're going to be back later this week. Uh, that was SummerSlam. It was spectacular. And uh, apologies, as always, to Johnny Moxley. We'll see you back here. On Thursday, humanoids.
1: Tony Schiavone here
0: on The Mass Man Show. We are desperately out of time. The tape machines are rolling. We'll see you next week on The Mass Man Show.